Hello, podcast world. Welcome to episode 113 of Run Chats with Ron Runs NYC. Two-time 5,000-meter Olympian and former podcast Kim Connolly returns to Run Chats to discuss the launch of Next Best Run. Kim and her coach, husband Drew, are building an exciting, personalized online coaching service and community for runners. This convo is from an IG Live I hosted with Kim. We focused on the positive community they're aiming to build and her plan to connect with more runners at major races on Kim's calendar. Since the launch, they've been sharing their athlete success stories and journeys and added NAS Elite Pro, Lauren Higgins, and Devin Elizondo as coaches. Give Kim, Drew, and Next Best Run a follow. Hope you all enjoy the lesson. Here. Hey, how are you? Sorry, I sent it to your personal Instagram and my, and my iPad wasn't working. So it's like a total. <laughs> I'm doing well. Now, how are you so doing? How are you? Uh, I'm feeling well, you know, I'm uh, I'm hanging in there. You know, sometimes sometimes miracles happen. You know, you never you can never say never. Right. So that just means you'll see me in Boston. It doesn't it doesn't mean there's any way I'm running yet. But you never know. We never know. We can always pray for something good to happen. Uh, right. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. So, Kim, you got some exciting things going on, you and Drew and the new coaching biz. So let's let's get right into it from the top, man. Tell everybody, tell everybody yeah, what's cooking, um, yeah, what's we're going really on. Excited. We just started our own um, online coaching business because we've um, been coaching online for, for about a year and a half now. Um, and, you know, decided decided that we wanted to create something that was our own. Um, and so we're really excited about it. And, and the people we have with us are really excited. And so that feels really good. Um, we just we have a lot of great relationships with people across the country. So um, that's what we're doing. We're driving across the country and we're headed to New York and Boston. Are we are we pack, are we packing up some sort of a camper? Or are you guys running cross country? <laughs> Anything's possible. No, Who I'm kind of high maintenance. Um, we are you know staying stay in hotels that are up to <laughs> across the country, and I've got everything I need to keep my lifting and body work routines going. Um, and the dog is traveling in style, so you know we got the. The whole family happy. <laughs> cool. So the pooch is going to be here. This is going to be this is going to be great. I know all about I know all about <laughs> high maintenance travel, man. You could you could only find me at a Four Seasons or Ritz or or a Trump Hotel or something like that, man. You will not find me staying at any cheaper hotels, man. Unless unless they're upgrading me, because you know I love to do podcasts on the road, man. It's always fun to get runners either a day or two before the race or a day or two after. You know, spirits are always so high, energy levels are always so high, so it's always super fun. But um, so tell everybody, New York is first, right? New York is going to be the first, like, meet and greet, if you will. You're going to get some runners together. And um, I don't know if any of your runners, I know you've been coaching a lot of your runners for some time, you and Drew have been, but um, will a bunch of them be in New York? Because obviously I can put the word out to Central Park Track Club, my own team and other local running club teams and just try to get them to come out for that day. So let's make yes, sure we yes. you know, so share that. Uh, next Thursday, a week from today, um, April 13th at 6.30 p.m., um, Grand Army Plaza, so on that southeast corner of Central Park. Um, and, yeah, I mean, part of the draw of New York is we do have athletes in that area. Um, and and because I've been coaching athletes, I've realized, like, what a, like amazing and robust running community New York has. Um, 
so I have, I've coached different athletes that are parts of different track clubs. And so part of, part of what I wanted to do was just create something where like everybody was coming together. So it's like athletes that I'm already coaching get to meet each other. And then, you know, they have friends and other running groups in the area want to kind of all come together and kind of have one big, um, New York scene running party. Um, I think it would be really fun. Yeah. Burn some, uh, some of that anxiety <laughs> yeah. off for heading up to Boston to race and, and for the non for the non marathoning crew, um, you know, obviously Kim's two time Olympian and five thousand meters, so she's got the wheels in the shorter distances, and only recently moved up to doing longer stuff too. So she certainly has her the skill set herself as an amazing rider, but also coaching. and And Drew has been coaching you pretty much like for your entire career, right? So the two of you have always been a team. So I always remember that sequence on our podcast when you just didn't <laughs> tell him you were injured or there was something going on. <laughs> He didn't know about it. I was like, oh, this is just too good to be true. And then Neely was on talking to me about her and her husband and Lisa and Lack, uh, you know, Waitman, you know, even though he's not technically coaching her, he does all the rides with her on their runs and all the long work together. He's always out on the bike and obviously the kangaroos <laughs> jumping around in the background. So the husband wife dynamics are always fun and interesting for sure. Um, but do you guys have like any kind of main overall arching philosophy? Obviously, you've been coached by him. You've coached runners for a very long time and had great success with some of the runners that I actually know personally. So do you guys have any kind of like overarching philosophy or style that you're going to view runners with? Sorry about that. I almost just dropped the phone. Um, the yeah, I mean, I think, you know, because a lot of the feedback I've gotten from athletes is like, wow, like you're so hands on. You're so responsive. Um, I like to be involved. Um, and I like to really get to know my athletes. And and I think, you know, I was a little surprised in the beginning when they were surprised by that. and um, I guess what I've realized is that I'm coaching the way I've always been coached. Um, and you know, yes. So for the last 10 years, that's been by my husband and <laughs> obviously I can't be married to all my athletes, but, um, but, I, but I do really like developing relationships with them and, and feeling like I, you know, I get to know them kind of in the greater context of their lives and, and understand kind of where running fits into that. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's definitely like a coach athlete relationship centered philosophy in terms of how we're coaching. Yeah, I mean, that's such a big piece. And, you know, you've been on my show and uh, so many of these conversations I'm blessed to host and be a part of. Um, if you're not getting that kind of attention um, from your coach and you don't feel comfortable enough to speak up about injuries, <laughs> kidding aside, or, you know, when you're just feeling run down or maybe work life or is maybe a little too stressful. So you don't feel like doing a double tempo or some, you know, double threshold workout. If you're not have that open door, you know, kind of communication philosophy and can't really share that stuff with your coach, you're probably not going to have like super long-term success. You might get a couple of runs and cycles where you pull together. So that's going to be a big piece. Will you do like zoom stuff with your athletes or you just do it via however they want, like text with them once a week, like what's your normal, uh, yeah, you know, process um, for communication, whatever they want. And so, you know, some people I am texting with every day, um, you know, basically like I'm giving them as much attention as they're seeking. And, and you know, for the people that um, have really busy lives and, you know, three kids and a job and they um, they don't want, you know, me to pester them after every single run, like I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically I tell everyone like I meet them halfway, I meet them where they are. Um, and so, you know, for some people that's like, you know, we're FaceTiming every now and then, um, you know, most people I'm either texting or messaging on final surge with, um, several times a week. I, at, the, at a minimum, I really like to at least hear like 
how a workout's gone. Um, and workouts and long runs are kind of the two most important things to me in terms of like, I can, I can see the data, you know, their watch is going to upload, but, um, how, how they felt on it and how they felt about it. Like that's equally important to me. So, um, I need, I need that feedback to feel like I'm coaching effectively. Yeah. Hey, that's a big piece of the puzzle. Um, you know, people want to upload the coolest pictures or whatever, <laughs> or maybe the worst picture if they had the most disaster to work up and it blew, uh, or come up with cool captions. You're all about the captions, man. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but hey, it used to be that we took a logbook out. And it used to be, because I'm 100 years older than you and everybody else who's on this IG Live, it used to be you took your logbook out, man, which was sacrosanct, and you wrote what yep. you actually felt on that run, um, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And at some point, if you just got into a really good flow, um, that's what the yeah. purpose of writing is for. Um, so I, you know, for anybody out there, you know, it's your style, your ears and Drew's and, and, you know, your whole platform that you have going, but it's a good practice to get into because you can't write about it two weeks after the fact. I mean, maybe you can, but you're not going to remember like the details as poignantly as you would if you, you know, do it that night, maybe after you do your foam rolling on the floor, like <laughs> you're supposed to, which I am not always, you know, following along the rules that I talk about that everyone else should do. But, you know, obviously you and Drew will do a better job of making yeah, sure no, your exactly. crew gets exactly. done, I mean, right? And that's where, that's where we try to be respectful of people's time. If they're not, you know, logging every day, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to nag someone. Um, but I do like I will check in uh, if if I haven't heard from them in a couple of days, uh, just you know to to get some idea of, of where their heads at and how they're feeling for sure. Um, but yeah, the paper logs. Oh man, I so you know we live out on the west coast and and fire season is a thing now. And so kind of like certain point in the summer, you have you you prepare your go bag, um, which is you know in the event that you know fire comes and you have to be ready to evacuate your house immediately. Um, you know, all those precious things. So I have this massive duffel that is full of all my old running logs because I would be so sad if I lost all those. <laughs> so it's a very important part of my go bag. Yeah. I mean, what could be <laughs> what could be more important than that, man? You gotta have you gotta have all your old tempo threshold heart yep. rates. You need to know everything that went down. And you know, like because we we started doing this long before Strava started, man. I mean, come on, we we predate all of that stuff. I wish Strava existed back then. I wish I could go back and look up my runs when I was in my <laughs> mid-30s and say, damn, I did that cool. Now it's like, oh shit, I'm slow as fuck now. I mean, that, like this isn't really all that sexy to look at, but you know, thus you got to get the good picks, right? So, all right. So we have mm -hmm. New York on the 13th. So the Thursday before uh, most of the New York City crews that will be heading up for the marathon will probably head up, you know, Friday. Some will head up Thursday. Some will head up Saturday. So the ones who are around should be able to get a decent turnout for that. Um, a good chance for anybody who's tuned in at the bottom. I see some local folks. Come on out. Meet Kim. Meet Drew. Um, it's always different to be able to run a few miles and just uh, share a few laughs and be able to ask questions. I mean, that's always uh, the plus. Uh, be able to ask some questions on philosophy, whatever, styles, and just figure out if you have a good connection and feel like, hey, you know what, maybe I should start working with these guys and see if we can take my running to the next level. And in Boston, what's your plan up there? I know you also have yep, a secondary yep, plan right. up in so, Boston, right? Um, Boston, I mean, Boston's crazy because there's always so much going on. Um, so I'm, yeah, I don't really expect yeah. to try to do the same type of thing that we're doing in New York, but we are, I am going to meet up, uh, with people 9am on Sunday morning, um, and just kind of, just kind of like hang out, um, and, and catch up, especially like with my athletes that are racing and then we'll go for a shakeout run, uh, like around 930. 
Okay, cool. Well, definitely let me know where you're going to be doing that from. I'm I'm going to be staying at the Four Seasons on Boylston like I always do. So I will be local. I am going to go up. I don't know what sort of condition I'm going to be in yet. But um, like I said, we, we can always root for miracles. You never know. Um, I've had a, you know, a long and storied history of Boston, and I don't let go of a chance to, to run up there lightly. Um, so if there is any chance at all, man, I'm taking my swing. I don't care. I don't care what the clock says. And more importantly, just to be able to get up there and just see the people like you and all my other uh, podcast guests have been on, all my other athletes have been on, um, a bunch of people who joined this are guests of the show. Aaron Genova joined and Julie Chef joined. Um, you know, we've got such a group. Yeah, Aaron's giving the clap. Um, yeah, we've got such a good group of runners. And I saw some of your athletes joined, you know, as they're scrolling by, I try to wave to everybody. You know, I, I get I'm impressed with your multitasking. You know, so like, you know, I need to push <laughs> I need to be pushing buttons and touching things at all times. So um it's a miracle that I didn't just drop the phone and just ditch everybody. But it was weird because the iPad usually works perfectly and it has a little more screen real estate, but this is good. We have a good connection, everything is good. Um so so far, like how yeah, obviously you have the logos, I've seen that go up, I saw the page go up. I've seen some posts that you've done. Like, how long have you guys actually been actively, officially getting this thing going? Like, the official when, did, when was kickoff the kickoff? Was March twenty seventh. Um, so it's only been about a week and a half now. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, cool. It's, it's been going really well so far. So we're we're excited about the future, and, and we have two other coaches with us um, that are our friends, um, great people, and and great coaches. Um, Devin Elizondo and Lauren Hagens, who's Lauren's a professional runner for Hoka and AZ Elite, um, actually our neighbor in Flagstaff. Um, so we're we're really excited about having them on board as well. That's awesome. Well, to build it out, um, yeah. you know, you got to get yeah. quality coaches. It's so important. And, you know, it's, size is not important in this case. You want to build slowly and you want to get the right people to join you and, you know, that are going to have that same philosophy and give that same le- level of service to your athletes. And, you know, that's kind of where the pride comes in. And I already saw you're doing the athlete bios that I've seen becoming more popular. And personally, I just say kudos to that because um, there needs to be more of that. And, you know, just I run for a club that could easily be characterized as elitist, Kim, because honestly, it's elitist in that, you know, our runners are Olympians like you and, you know, they're they're doing crazy things, but we've got a ton of other runners in our club that are amazing. And just because they're not running, you know, a 216 marathon as a male or, you know, a 230 as a woman doesn't mean their accomplishments aren't awesome. And I think it's really great if I see you and other run clubs out there that are coaching athletes, you know, putting some light and attention on people that maybe have no chance whatsoever to ever earn a BQ. Maybe they're never going to earn a BQ, but they're going to run for a charity and they're going to run in Boston because they know that that is every bit as meaningful because they're helping, you know, some group out that really needs the help. So keep doing that stuff. That's really good. We need to be sharing more positive messages about the runners in, in this beautiful world yeah, that no, we uh, are involved with. I 100% with. agree with that. And that's really what uh, an appreciation I've developed um, since starting to coach, you know, runners of all abilities is just like how much good is out there and how much running does for everybody, regardless of their ability and how much it can enhance a person's life. Um, so that, that's part of what I love coaching at this level. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've worked with a sports psychologist for, gosh, almost 20 years now, the same guy it was started my freshman year of college. Um, and so when I last met with him and, you know, was kind of sharing my excitement over what we're doing and, you know, getting ready for the launch. And 
he asked me like, well, like, you know, do you think this is going to lead to you coaching elite athletes one day? And I was like, honestly, I don't care. Like, I, like for, for the person that is like trying yeah. so hard to break two hours in the half marathon and like, we're seeing the progress and they're like about to have that breakthrough. Like that brings me so much joy and so much satisfaction that it's like, I, like what the absolute numbers are doesn't matter. It's just, I like, I like being on the journey. I like seeing that progress with people. That's great. Um, there's every bit as much gratification in helping someone who doesn't get attention, um, who almost is never used to having anybody putting any light on them or just paying attention to mm-hmm. what they need to do to get better. Or and when better is always the wrong thing to say, too, because then it always becomes about speed and metrics. And that's not what a lot yeah. of these people are doing it for, man. They just want to have a better body image. They want to feel healthier. Maybe their blood pressure is high. Maybe they just want to lose some weight, but for a good reason, not because they're worried about how they look in the mirror and which swimsuit they want to wear, but just because they want to be healthier long-term yeah. and they want to be alive and, you know, be vibrant and, and living a good life. And as we all know, running can bang <laughs> us up, man. We can end up on the side of the road very easily. We've all been there, including you and all of your multi-time Olympian friends. You know, people don't get that piece of it. We can all get injured in the high school level. When my son was running collegiate level, post-collegiate level, people that are my age in the 60s and everywhere and down, it has nothing to do with age, man. It just has to do with how we're training, where we're running, you know, are we doing a little bit too much? Are we not doing the good things? And, you know, will you try to put a focus on that for your runners too? So there are focused on like prehab, rehab, things of that nature that might, you know, just really help runners particularly try to stay more healthy and be able to stay in the game longer. um, It's very individual. Like I wouldn't say there's any one approach that I take with athletes. Um, It just depends on their situation. Um, You know, a lot of times, a lot of times there's, you know, hopefully like a PT or chiropractor or somebody else involved. Um, and so we're kind of like all making a team um, for that person and can kind of like guide them through that. Um, but it re- yeah, so it really just depends. Yeah. Well, I mean, you do coach runners here in my area. So the New York City area proper, if you will. I mean, I have one of the best dry needling acupuncturists in the world. I probably have the best sports chiro in the world. I mean, that when everyone comes to run New York City and has an elite bib like you and friends have, they're going to Duggan, you know, Dr. Peter Duggan. I mean, he's worked on Meb, he's worked on Des, he's worked on everybody. He's probably worked on you at some point. So like those connections, they're my personal connections. And, you know, if you want me to help you with you and Drew, just to make that kind of connection for your athletes, I, I'm not saying they're going to give you a discount for your athletes, but at least to say, hey, if you need to get worked on for this kind of thing, this is a, a great physical therapist. This is a good sports chiropractor. This is a good acupuncture dry needling person because, Man, you can't stay healthy in this game unless you have people that can work on you. Unless you're fortunate enough to have like a husband at home, you know, who hmm. gives you massages, which um, Lack and Lisa were crack. Lisa was cracking me up. We talked post Tokyo. You know, she just goes out and runs, you know, 223 at Osaka and 231 a week later at Tokyo. And she's like, yeah, Locke was giving me all these massages and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, some of us don't have a spouse, you know. Feel like support our yep. running at that yep. level, but you know it's all good. I right? remember you uh, take I remember it. We take it. Someone in like Go ahead. Sorry. pandemic, you know, when everything was shut down, like, what are you doing about your body care right now? And I was like, well, I have, my husband does it all for me, <laughs> kind of sheepishly. I'm like, I know everyone else doesn't have that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. the better the benefits, right? Good stuff. So, you know, with your connections, you know, you made the move and you're with Nike. You know, Nike sponsorship. Do you, have you thought about, um, personally, I just think you would do great in like a clinic 
or instructional kind of a role, you know, not just a fun shakeout run like we're talking about doing in New York City. I just personally, from getting to know you, I think you'd be really good at it. Um, have you like thought about reaching out to them and trying to see if they might sponsor something like that? Maybe even if it were for kids at uh, the grade school level or something like that, serving some kind of a specific audience and, you know, getting involved in trying no, to I use your reach with No, I hadn't thought about that, that, but you have amazing ideas. Um, <laughs> I remember last time we chatted, you gave me great ideas about doing a camp <laughs> that I have not forgotten. So no, we should talk more about that though. I, I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, just think about it. What kid at a grade school level wouldn't want to meet a two-time Olympian or even just yeah. master's runners or any runners for that matter? You know, to have an actual chance to ask them, you know, very specific questions about because to me, it isn't just the physical part of being able to do the running. It's the mindset. It's all the other things that you've learned over a lifetime. And then yeah. also Drew, you know, Drew's been your coach. So, you know, he's doing the X's and O's. He's looking at your data and your metrics and your running stuff <laughs> long before Coros had all these crazy platform data and all this stuff that would really tell us about recovery. And are we really prepared to take on that next hard workout, let's say? Um, we kind of had to figure that shit out on our own, like in the old days, or you had to figure mm-hmm. it out with you yep, by a conversation, exactly. right? So those are some fun things to think about. And, um, you know, what else? What other things should we talk about? Because it's exciting. And I just want to make sure people know as much as they can. And obviously, anything you create or put out there, I'll share on all my channels to try cool. to help you Thank guys. Thank you. Get I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly like for for anyone that is going to be in and around New York City next week, um, we really want to meet you. And, um, you know, we're not trying to sign people up for coaching. We really just want to like have fun and and go for a run with um, with a group, big group of people in New York City and, and try to try to bring lots of different people from all the different clubs together. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Good. And I don't want to miss this because Scott's had a couple of nice comments on the bottom. Scott had a question for you. And hopefully it's not putting you on the spot too much. He wanted to know if you were thinking of running a fall marathon before the trials, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. About um, that, I'm absolutely okay. thinking about it. I don't have anything set in stone yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, so I was supposed to do Rotterdam Marathon this spring, um, got hurt and so had to pull out, which is part of why we've launched now. It just it made sense to use this time when I was running like 30 miles a week, um, to, you know, to put my energy into something else to get this off the ground. So that worked out really well. And, um, and so, yeah, I think I do, I would really like to run another marathon before the trials. Um, my experience is limited and I want to go to the trials and try to run the best marathon I ever have. So I feel like, um, having one more under my belt will help me in that process. Good, good. Well, I hope it's somewhere where we can watch you. Um, although these days they're, Streaming is getting yeah. better and better. You're starting to see more options, even at some of that aren't what would you consider the top tier, like Abbott Major style races. You're seeing more and more uh, streaming options for uh, particularly some of the faster races like Valencia and some of these other races. A lot of times you can pick up a feed and and actually yeah. watch it, which is which is super cool. So but we'll be, we'll be rooting for you to crush a fast time. But, you know, we got to get to the trials. The trials are going to be fun, man. That's going to be like big time energy. I mean, that'll be I mean, I went to Atlanta. And that was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Um, you know, just kind of running around and, you know, fanboying and fangirling all of you uh, going by. And I just, I'll never forget this. 
the morning of the race when you were all doing your warm-ups, like I may, I literally got under the ropes and I'm like doing strides in there and like no one said a word to me. Like it's like, how is this possible? How is nobody booting me out of here? I don't have a bib on. I have no, you know, no business being in here. And I was like, oh, these are going to be the best selfies for Insta ever. You know, I'm like running and everybody's behind me and to the side of me. It's totally classic. But, you know, now that I mentioned it, I'll probably get locked up if I ever try it again. But, you know, what the hell? You do. You only live once, right? Come down to Orlando. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And, you know, with that, you know, it would be super fun to do some stuff a couple of days before, because obviously when you get closer to the race, you all have to focus on what you're doing. And look, we know how these things are. Social stuff didn't even exist when you were making the Olympic Games the first time. Stuff didn't even exist. Now you go to the trials and there's like, you know, 10, 15 different podcast companies and brands doing stuff together. And there's like organized shakeout runs and there's meetups and it's wild, man. It's but I think it's the coolest thing ever because all of us who maybe follow us on the Squarespace, if, if you get to actually say hi in person and you know meet somebody or get them to sign something for you, it's always super fun. And um, you know, you know, jog a couple of miles, that's always fun too. So yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. There's no way I would miss that. I'll, I will definitely be there and um, you know try to put some Perfect. sort of schedule of fun things to do. And you know, anybody wants to come hang out. Hit me up, Perfect. man. Let me know. We'll do it. Any brands <laughs> want to work on something? Hit me up. We'll do it. Let's go. Cool. Let's that's make a, it happen, uh, man. That's awesome. That's exciting. Um, I'll look forward to that. Yeah. And I see Scott is also asking if you're going to try to get to Orlando to do some, you know, acclimate, acclimate oh, stuff, yeah. you know, get used to uh, the heat, weather, humidity, um, et cetera. Know, so I bring Drew on here for that question. Um, but I, I maybe, I mean, it would probably make sense to um i've also been going to san diego recently to train and i really like it there so i could see myself doing um kind of like doing the final prep in san diego before going to orlando so we'll see yeah san diego that's tough man i don't know how you train <laughs> out there it really sucks i mean you know it's really tough life i mean look man I'll, i'm happy to come out to Torrey pines i'll play golf every day and you know, on your days when you're running like, you know, 930 pace, if you have any of those, I'm happy to jump in. Maybe I could take it down <laughs> to like eight minute or eight thirty. But right now, the way I'm running, maybe even that's too fast. But, you know, whatever. I could come and say hi to you and Drew. We'll go out and get some dinner or something. But what a no, great place to train. Man. You, can't you, can't, beat it. you can't beat San Diego. And, and you got trails there, too. You can go to like Rancho Santa Fe. You got trails. You got you got a lot. And the best weather like ever. You can't you can't. So. Good stuff. Well, there's anybody else who's still tuned in with anybody else have any more questions for Kim or Drew on, on their platform, what they got going on or meetups, anything, anybody going once, going twice. I see uh, my <laughs> nephew just jumped on. This is cool. Hey, Robbie. Robbie Romano in the house. Yeah. What's up? There we go. Scott's been an active participant. We should send him a hat or something. And let's see. Tony Vasquez says, beautiful, man. Thank you, Tony. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Let's see if you got any other comments in here. I'll scroll through. Okay. Scott says, we both did great. Well, actually, really only Kim did great. I'd probably get like a <laughs> two-star rating or something. Uh, what else do we have here? I see some of your runners. We're here. I don't know if they're still here or not. Uh, oh, I missed some waves. Oh, wow. I'm really losing points here, man. Usually I keep up with this stuff. but All right. I think we're good if anybody – um, obviously, um, it's KF Conley, That's right? Regular That's page, your yeah. regular page. And it's a little, cause you got a couple of underscores in your team one. So Next why don't you say that one so I don't mess it up. Underscore run. Next underscore best underscore run. So, uh, give them a follow obviously on the coaching side 
And, uh, you know, so you're up to date. You know, I'm sure they'll be posting things in stories, writing posts as they go and host these runs in New York City and Boston. And uh, if you get a chance, uh, Kim's awesome. Uh, Drew, I haven't met yet, but he's got to be awesome. He's married to Kim. I mean, has to be. I mean, just automatically. He made at least one good choice my friend, life, right? Matthew from Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, I just my first question to him is going to be, so you didn't know about the planter stuff? I mean, Don't like you, you know up. right where I'm going. Oh yeah, I'll leave that alone. My my friend Monami, Matthew Monami, my Canadian friend Iron Man just joined. So anyway, listen, thank you everybody for joining Kim and Kim and myself. We appreciate you all for coming on. And if anybody's in need of any coaching, definitely hit her up. Hit her and Drew up. Uh, get involved and see what they're up to and um, come to the New York City Shakeout on Thursday. I'll make sure I share that in my stories um, for sure. And in Boston, when are you guys arriving? I know I know you said maybe like Friday uh, you were thinking of doing something, or, right? Yeah, we're, we're yeah. going to be on Sunday. Yeah, Boston. So we're not going to arrive till Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you get there Saturday. So you're going to do something Sunday morning. Okay, Perfect. well, just share anything with me and I'll, I'll push it around. So, um, and I, you know, I'll at least try to meet you guys, even if I can't yeah, run, or maybe perfect. I'll get a bike or something. We'll see. And <laughs> we'll, on, on Thursday, we'll, we'll see what happens, gonna man. He's going to just hang out. Um, and so, if you know, if you want to come on Thursday and, and just chat with Drew while I run with other people, then we would love that. Well, well, absolutely. Okay. We gotta go for some cocktails. Too. No, I mean, come on, man. That's like that's like automatic. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. If I can run, Please. I will. I will join you guys. Um, so we'll see. We're uh, like I said, we'll do double fingers crossed, and we'll do all sorts of other things. But if I can, I will. If not, I'll just come and be awesome. You know, just say hello and whatever. And I'm heading up sometime Friday. I don't even know myself yet, but sometime Friday I'll head up. And just go and be, you know, the base camp for Party Central and, uh, you know, spreading goodwill. So that's that's the plan anyway. Sounds exciting. All right. Okay. Thanks for coming, everybody. All right, everybody. Yes. See everybody Thursday. All right. Take care. Bye. Oh, that was such a fun IG Live segment with Kim. Really enjoyed talking to her about her aspirations uh, for what they're hoping to build, her, Drew, um, and their coaches, Lauren and Devin, and I, I think they're looking to add more as they're uh, getting more runners into the stable. Already see uh, quite a bit of uh, stories they're sharing uh, within Instagram, Facebook on their runners' successful completion of goals, hitting BQ standards, running PRs, and just achieving big things. And I always love to see uh, coaches and teams that are sharing their athlete successes. It's a fun way to give back and let others know um, if you set a goal with a coach and a coaching program and you achieve it, I think it definitely stimulates and gets others interested in thinking, hey, why not me? I should take a chance. So if you're in that mode of uh, maybe being self-coached or maybe never having had a coach before and you're thinking about it, definitely give Kim, Drew, and the next best run team uh, a shot. Give them a look. Um, and just see what they're up to. I, I think they're uh, doing really good things. And uh, Kim is just an awesome, uh, awesome person. It's not not a bad thing to have a two-time Olympian uh, coaching you who's just an amazing person as well. So anyway, hope you all enjoyed the listen. Hope everybody's running is going well and life is going well. Um, and just uh, keep doing what we're doing, my friends. Keep lacing them up. Keep getting out the door. And always remember to stay in the fight. Peace out, my friends. <laughs>